Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Uni Tanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. session ladies and gentlemen we are back back where we should be in the studio and not just me but my good friend my long lost disappearing troubled life <laughs> dramatic i don't even know what goes on in his life anymore jamil zanishef is back in the studio with hey, me brother hey jay-z i'm so happy to see you here I'm happy to be here. It's been so long. It has been a while since you've been on this one. Of course, you've been carrying on Bruce Strong like a trooper, you and John Palmer, but it's been a long time since you've been in here for the session. Yeah. So yeah. it's yeah. nice to see you. And and listen, people ask me about you all the time. They have so many questions. <laughs> you're the, you're the, you've become the enigma, the there mystery man. There you go. Well, you know, <laughs> eh, that's, that's how I like to keep things. Yeah. You know. You've done well at, at that. <laughs> I don't know yeah, about everything. I don't know about everything else. <laughs> everything else, no, totally sucked at. But yeah, on that, I've, I'm 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 doing at least a C plus. <laughs> well, I want everyone to know that I will not fail them at uh, getting the nitty gritty out of Jamil and what he's been up to. Uh, inquiring minds definitely want to know. Uh, so so we're here to answer the tough questions. Which are really the simple questions, because I don't have many tough questions. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> I can't answer a tough question, because I know, you know that's limited I, brain cells left. <laughs> that's what I figured. But we are also joined uh, by some friends of ours from True Symmetry Brewing Company out of Sassoon City, California, not too far from here. Uh, we've got Jason in the studio. Welcome, Jason. Thank you, sir. We've Glad got, to be here. I'm really happy to have you and have your beer. We're going to be tasting some uh, exciting beers from you. Uh, we've got your, your brewer, Kevin Fox. Foster's with us today. Welcome, Kevin. Right, Jun. And, uh, and we've got Silent Jesse, who is uh, your business partner, right? Indeed. Yeah. So and Jesse just waved uh, for those of you. I didn't, I didn't even give him a camera. I gave him a, a microphone <laughs> that, he, that we won't use and, and no camera. We call him that for a reason. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but we are here uh, in the studio uh, at the Hop Grenade. You can come on down if you're if you're tuning in live, and we're gonna have uh, we've got Jason's beer on tap. So we're gonna try a couple things, and we're gonna try a uh, a seltzer as well, which I'm excited uh, to try. Uh, we don't we serve seltzer in cans here at the Hop Grenade. We, we haven't had one on tap yet. My beer buyer is a bit of a purist, and he's he's I've recommended it from time to time. You know the people's the consumer mm-hmm. palate is mm-hmm. changing, mm-hmm. yeah. And I haven't convinced him yet that it's the right thing to do. He's just a little worried that seltzer's just like a well, it's just like a vehicle to get hammered, right? Yes. Um, which it has that aspect as, as is beer. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. Yeah. Uh, but I think he forgets that. Part of the change in consumer palate, look, we've always wanted to just get hammered. Mm-hmm. Now we just want to do it with less calories and carbohydrates. Right. Right? right. So that's why I feel like we might end up. And so we'll see how yours holds up today, Jason. Okay. Maybe I yours. Could, maybe I could convince him Challenge that yours. accepted. <laughs> you know, yours could be like the first one uh, that now, we have. I haven't tasted this batch, but oh, I will boy. say. Oh, boy. Here we go. Yeah. yeah. I will say that uh, previous batches I thought was the best <clears throat> seltzer I've ever tasted. Of all, all seltzers. seltzers. Okay. It was the cleanest, um, you know, as close to alcohol and water as you can get. Okay. Which is the, the, the goal of seltzer. Yeah. You don't want a bunch of malt flavor or yeast flavor or anything like that in there. Right. You just want pure, like, vodka soda type of experience. So... I, I thought he did a brilliant job of it. All right. Well, we're going to taste it here in just a couple minutes. You can go ahead and start pouring now. i got a couple right. bits of business to take care of. Uh, I want to thank our sponsor, uh, you know, the sponsor that uh, you know and you love. And if you don't, you should know them because you will love them. More beer. Been with us since day one. Uh, good friends of mine. Good friends of Jamil's. Uh, in fact, uh, we were just hanging out with Chris Graham from over there the other day. Right. Um, we always have fun when we get together. You can go to morebeer.com and check them out. And uh, I've been telling you every time that I, I'm in love with their Comos line of, of brewing gear. Mm-hmm. Um, the kegerators, the jockey box, the... Um, the, the taps, the the couplers, I mean, the, it's a whole kind of a turnkey uh, serving equipment yep. system. And, yep. and they're all so much easier to use than when we started. Like, I'll give you a hint uh, or a tip. Um, you know those little stupid uh, rings that you got to use a screwdriver? Uh, the hose clamp, a stupid mm-hmm. hose clamp. Mm-hmm. See, I'm so, I'm so beyond the hose clamps <laughs> that I don't even remember what they're called anymore. The Comos line has these... these these connects, these quick connects, you just take your beer line, you push it into the connect, and it's there. Mm-hmm. It, that's it. And, right. and then you push a little button to get it out. There's no, so no more like bloody knuckles right, when, right. You're, when you're dealing with the stupid hose clamps. That's got to be my favorite part. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, for lazy people like me, it's made line cleaning obsolete. Because it's so easy to just push the button and take out the line, line throw it away, and throw it in the garbage, line, yeah. and put another line in there. That's the cleanest line you can have, right there. It is. It's definitely the cleanest line that I can have because I didn't clean the other lines. Right. Anyway. <laughs> I was, you know. So now I, it, it just meant I went from not having clean lines to having clean lines. Yeah. Uh, anyway, go to morebeer.com and and check it out. You don't ever have to take my word for it. You can just go see it for yourself. But I I don't generally lead you astray, at least not about sponsors. It's kind of my rule. Don't do that. 
Um, okay. So uh, you can also support the show by clicking the donate button on the homepage. Uh, so many have been doing it for so many years, and we appreciate it. Uh, it's really kept us going through through tough times uh, and and not. So thank you for that. Um, but if you don't if you don't want to donate, you don't want to use PayPal, whatever, you could do your Amazon shopping like you normally do. Just click the Amazon link. It's a, there's a link. There's a banner. It's all on the brewingnetwork.com. And then just go on about your your shopping as you do. Um, and and that helps us as well. You don't have to spend any extra cash. Um, support all of our sponsors that you hear about. Um, for example, 21st Amendment Brewery. Sully was on the last show co-hosting with me. And uh, Hell or High Mango Beer is out right now. Uh, find that on the shelf and check it out. A wonderful beer. Um, just as delicious, if not better, than their Hell or High uh, Watermelon. So support all of our sponsors, and, and that really helps us out. If you want to talk to us, send feedback to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com, and we will answer your questions or comments or uh, criticism uh, often um, on air. All right. I see we have seltzers in front of us, right? Yes, you have seltzer. Now, it looks like just a, it just it looks like tonic. It looks like a straight like seltzer. There's no fruit color. There's no nothing. Is this a fruited seltzer? No. So we do a clear base seltzer. Okay. So... And I was drugged to this kicking and screaming. I didn't really want to make a seltzer, but my wife, who runs the front end of the business, the smart one, yeah, uh, pretty much was like, "Hey, we should do this." Sure. So, and we, by the way, seltzers are completely legal for breweries to make. Yes, it's grain based, so this is okay. Corn sugar, got it. So, yeah, absolutely. So, essentially, what we did is I made a, we did a bunch of research and made a bunch of phone calls and found a wine yeast that does not produce any sulfur. Okay. So one, a couple of things that I don't like about a lot of the seltzers that are out there. You get sulfur from bad fermentation, or they use so much nutrient in there that it comes through and it tastes like you're chewing on a Flintstones vitamin. So I found this wine yeast that doesn't produce a lot of sulfur, and we kind of starve it in nutrients, and we limp it along. So we do a pretty long ferment on it, and it takes some extra time to get it clear in the tank. Okay. Um, so commercially, you know, for big beers, beer companies, maybe not as viable because it's going to take some some uh, tank time hmm. but it's five and a half percent alcohol we put it out plain so in the brewery we offer different you know the tarani syrups or extract flavors so like a berliner weiss style essentially yeah okay but with it just a clear base so it's five and a half i actually like it with a wedge of limes so we brought some lime today so okay. you can try it plain and then put a wedge of lime in there and it's almost like a you know like a club soda with lime mm-hmm. yeah i don't think i've ever just had a plain seltzer just ever plain at all seltzer so, in general, if you fermented it correctly, like you have done, um, every seltzer would start tasting like this. It's just a pretty, like I said, it tastes like tonic water a little bit. Not yeah. even not even that bitter as tonic water. Yeah, just pretty pretty bland and plain and really flavorless for the most part. What's you, the ABV on this? <clears throat> excuse me, 5.5%. Okay. So it does throw a little, you get a little bit of pear from the yeast. Um, mm-hmm. But like I said, what we do is we do a long ferment on it. So instead of maybe a four or five days, we, we do it 10 to 12 days. And it finishes out bone dry, so there's no residual sugars left, um, just okay. the alcohol. Wow. And then we push it over to the bright tank and use some uh, some silifine and brassol to clear it up, depending on what we have, and uh, put it in the kegs just like that. All right. So, yeah, some throw some lime in there. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing to talk about other than what you said. There's just like, yeah, there's a slight pair, but then it's just kind of, you know, just an easy nothing seltzer, flavor-wise, right? Yeah. Not much to it. All right, so squeezing a little lime in it now, or a lot. It's funny, you had to bring your own limes here. 
which I kind of that I felt like that was that's a badge of honor. You knew that we wouldn't have limes to put in people's beer. I here. didn't know that. Yeah, you but just made a guess. I felt like I just that was, figured. Yeah, felt like that was respect. You're not serving Corona here, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. We you know we get asked for it, but um, not Corona, but limes. Yeah. And, and, and the thing about this is the people that are, have gluten allergies or hmm. don't like beer. So let's say we you know our tables will seat six people. I'll have two or three people sometimes at a table that don't like beer, and they're yeah. oh, and we're kind of next to wine country, right? So then the, the, the question is always like, hey, do you have any wine? No, we don't have any wine. Yep. But here, here's what we can offer. So that's see, and this is why I've talked to my buyer about it too. We are not allowed to serve wine. We are not allowed to serve liquor because we want people under 21 to be able to come in here too. Uh, if we if we made it 21 and over, then we could add wine. But we get the same thing, and we have for the eight years that we've been open. Well, do you have wine? No. Um, do you have cocktails? No. And honestly, a bunch of those people leave. Yeah, or you have right? somebody sitting with the rest of their party that's not drinking mm-hmm, anything. Mm-hmm. So now I just made, they're going to drink three of these. Let's pass these limes down. They're going to drink three of these, and I just, you know. Oh, it's delicious. Yeah. It drinks like nice. That. It does. And it's so, so it's like I was saying at the beginning of the show, it's so like, uh, it's so not filling. Right, like it just really—you can have a couple of these and not feel like bloated. Yeah. Like as I'm getting older now, a couple beers I get, I feel bloated. Right? <laughs> it didn't used to bother me. I think I was bloated, but I didn't notice it. Right and now, you, I'm you like, have oh that, god, I like virile strength to combat <laughs> combat the bloating. Yeah. Yes, yeah, just like it didn't matter. It didn't affect me. Right. It really affects me now. <laughs> like even if I sit in the wrong position, I'm like, oh, I can't even burp anymore. Oh, old man, Justin. <laughs> it's gotten really bad, but this is nice. Yeah, and I feel really bad starting with something like this because it's not really a beer. I mean, this is more science than it is straight brewing. Sure. I mean, we're heating up sugar water, essentially, with under the right pH. There's, there's a lot of water stuff you do to this, too. Um, Was this more difficult to make than a beer, you think, uh, to make it clean like this? No. I mean, once once we dialed it in, it's it's a pretty easy day. Um, it's just it takes some time on the cold side Okay. for what we're trying to do to make it this clear and this crisp. Right. Um because I mean, you could feed a bunch of nutrients into this thing and get it done really fast. But then you're unless you've got a heavy, expensive filtration process and all that, which we don't. We're a tiny little brewery that sells probably ninety percent of what we make in the tap room. Sure, you know we we we'll jump around that tank. You know, so we have a couple of brights, so we'll put it in a bright and we'll jump around it with everything else that we're making okay. until we have to put it in the kegs. Um, so right now at your tap room, you make one seltzer. But then have the flavorings to put in it. Yes. Which is what? Just like a bottle of syrup? That yeah, you can... we have a bunch of different flavors. So, you know, blood orange and strawberry and whatever. And uh, you guys just dialed in, like, how much to put into yeah, a pint. Yeah, they figured to... out. And then some people that, that come in all the time that this is their thing, yeah. they're like, oh, I want two pumps, or I want three pumps of the Toronto right. syrup. Or two drops of the ex- the grape extract, you know what I mean? So they yeah. they get real quick. And, the, and our bartenders are great. My wife runs the front, and she's got everybody really dialed in. So nice. they're pretty in tune with what people want. And it's, it's just another great way to... Have somebody that's going to come in and otherwise be bored and sit there and watch their friends drink, now they have something that they can drink. Right. It's fruity. It's fizzy. Yeah. It's light. It's right. And you make a few bucks. But calorie. not only that, you've offered a variety off of one tap handle. Right. That's mm-hmm. kind of what I'm fascinated about right now. Even yes. like for myself, like thinking about this, I would go ordering, well, like, okay, so we have one cider tap. And we rotate it like we do all of our other taps. So, you know, one day it's a, it's a peach cider and the next day it might be some sour, ma- like whatever. But my customers only get one choice. One choice. But this is really cool because yeah. it's one seltzer, but endless choices or those, however many syrup. You those know. cider people would drink this. Yeah, yeah. And then you could have as many flavors you as do you want. We've actually been thinking about doing like root beer and cola. And I mean, we haven't taken it on yet, but I've, 
Yeah. Like, hey, we could work this out to have we can make we can do whatever we want with it. And service right. is quick. You, you shoot a pump of the syrup into the glass. Oh, I can then, do that fast. Right? <laughs> Easy. Yeah, at my age. And then, and then you uh, you fill it with the the uh, the uh, seltzer, and that's it. And it's done. That's done. Oh man, we got to talk after a bunch the of show. I might be stealing some of your seltzer. We bro. sell it. Yeah. Yeah, and and you sell the syrup too. Do you sell to like other accounts? This this kind of stuff, or would just, I just buy yeah, bottles? Of I would just Tarani, go buy. Yeah, and Tarani will even give you the uh, the pumps the that go in it. Oh man, we sell. My staff's gonna hate about, me. We we only run about maybe twenty five draft accounts outside the brewery. Okay, um, and I think we have two or three that have that buy this, and then usually when they do it, they they keep doing it. Yeah, because it's just that uh, alternative, something else that somebody can have that doesn't can't have gluten or doesn't like hop or beer yeah i don't like hops okay well here here you go i think we might have to try this yeah all right we're gonna talk right. yeah sorry lewis let's apologize to him now he doesn't listen to the show but i'm gonna have to apologize to him on monday you're gonna get a lot of phone calls on monday yeah. Lewis, lewis would rather have a job than uh <laughs> tree, also known as trader fight, brewing company Look at these guys. On the, uh, making seltzer yeah what's wrong with them the can is really cool though right the I'm can sure. is awesome here i can put it on camera oh actually you here hold it to your camera right there let me see if i can get where's you my camera there. Uh, your camera's right oh, here, and uh, I'm pointing at your nuts. Easy. Hold it there. Hold it there. There it is. Yeah, that's a cool can. It's like a nice tattoo. Is what it looks like. It's a good can. Yeah. That's a, you know. Speaking of tattoos, you know what Jay Z told me the other day. Hmm. <laughs> He's getting his heretic tattoo burned off of him. Yes. Which really surprised me. Okay, everybody, so listeners, if you don't know Jamil, I know you do. He has a, a former heretic fame. Um, he sold it um, and then recently got fired from it. Um, and, and he has this large piece of history, in my opinion, on his arm in the form of the heretic logo, mm-hmm. which I thought you'd just be like, yeah, you know, part of my life, part of my history. But no, you want it gone. You're burning it off of your body. You're lasering it off. Yeah, oh yeah. Costs like ten times as much to remove a tattoo as to get a tattoo. <laughs> totally, and it's <laughs> way more time. Oh yeah, yeah. It can take like two years. Oh my gosh, why you don't just see it as like part of your life and you know whatever? Uh, yeah, you know, part of it is I'll go places and people will say, "Oh, you you really must like you know heretic beer." Okay, yeah, and, oh, so you, you know, have to that, answer things. Right, and then I want to get in the conversation, and then the people who don't know that, they're just like, oh, you really must enjoy the devil, or, you know, it's like, ah, uh, no. I see. Well, that makes sense. You, you do know. always have to answer questions if you've got tattoos. Right, right. So, and those so are, I'd yeah. rather just, you know, race it, and then I'll get like a tramp stamp or something. <laughs> there. I told them we could actually do a True Symmetry cover-up right there. Yeah, right. cover-ups are where it's at. Huh? Right. I mean, at one point, you will have to... Like, it's not going to go away completely, is it? They say they can get completely rid of it. Really? And they said... And if if not, then I'll get a cover-up. Okay. You know? But they yeah. said a lot of people just fade them 50% and then get a cover-up. Okay. Because this is quite a dark... Yeah, you went for it. It was your first and, oh, first and only, right? And yes. you, you You went for it right away. Oh, yeah. I remember that. And you were like, oh, never get your business logo as a tattoo. Because, but look how wrong I was, because I'm a failure and you succeeded. Because uh, my, <laughs> my dad always told me, he said, never get your own logo tattooed to you. So right. What kind of dad? But anyway, uh, because it's bad luck. He said, never buy your wife fake boobs and never get your logo tattooed to you. Both will leave you. 
<laughs> well, <laughs> if you as and so I've never I don't have a wife, but if I did, I, I'd follow that advice. I think your dad. Uh, you should have done a whole show of your dad's sage advice because it's actually pretty good at this point. I'm, I'm but you, it. but your business didn't fail. I mean, you built no. it to a point to sell it. So, right. so the opposite. I mean, and maybe I should have gotten a fucking tattoo. There you go. God. Right. So, will you by the end of the show? Will you give me your top three pointers of how to sell my business? Please. Sure. <laughs> That's what I want. Can I, I sit in on, in on that? Right. We yeah, all. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody has asked. They're just like, can you help me sell my brewery? Right. I have people coming out of the woodworks going like, help me sell my brewery. Tell me how you did it. Yeah. Can, can you give me some advice? So can, here's a question that you can answer. I know you can answer it. Whether or not you're going to answer it truthfully, I do not know. Oh, I'll never lie to you, Justin. Yeah. Okay. Did you build Heretic from the start to be sold? Was no. it always part of your game plan? No. It really wasn't? No. I, I was never convinced it was, if I'm being honest with you, but I, there was a little thing in the back of my mind that thought you were just smart enough to do that. So I thought maybe you were. Well, uh, you know, if, uh, you know, like anybody, I, I had these dreams of, you know, a brewery and then, you know, I pass it on to my children and, you know, it'd be this thing. My kids don't want to run a brewery. They, they mm. had enough experience working for the brewery and being around the brewery and seeing how, how difficult it was. <clears throat> Because one of the reasons that we succeeded was because Liz and I worked seven days a week, right. you know, 12 hours a day for a decade. Yeah. And once you stop doing that amount of work, it starts to not be as successful. Yeah. Yeah. That makes so sense. So we, you know. So yeah. you thought in the beginning you, you, well, like you said, you did that, the family would get involved and, and mm-hmm. you would, you would retire at some point, but not right. necessarily have to, to like the kids or passive okay. thing. And then the kids didn't want it. So I, my goal was then to uh, turn it over to the employees. Like an ESOP type thing? Yeah, yeah. You know, essentially, you know, give it to the employees and then, you know, the revenue of the business would affect the purchase. Mm. You know, the, the employees would just use the revenue to buy us out. And then after that was done, you know, the profits are all theirs. Right. So that was that was my goal. But, but then I've the heard pandemic the, hit. So. So I've had mixed uh, commentary from different companies about that ESOP model mm-hmm. with or without COVID. Right. And uh, several people who are. Or being honest, who aren't still in the thick of it, so they're not allowed to say that it sucks, right. have kind of told me it's a very difficult model to make work. Yes. For yes. anybody to ever get paid, it's a very, very difficult model right. to right. ever work. you got to have enough you know, revenue coming through mm-hmm. to, to make it occur. <clears throat> well, and it depends what, you, what the owners want to get out of it when they go into that ESOP model, right? Yeah. I just want to get my investment back out of it, right? Okay. Because I, I pretty much you know sold everything we had and you know went in all in on it. Yeah. And I really just wanted to get that back out of the business, and then you know the rest could be for the employees. So that's more. So doable. It, was, it was more doable. If if you want to get what you think you can sell it for, most people don't realize that they're never going to get you know the billion dollars that you know Ballast Point got or, or sure you know Lagunitas got. Yeah, those days are over. Yeah, never yeah. going to happen again. Yeah. Well, and so, and New Belgium's another example. Mm-hmm. They went into the employee-owned model in right. ESOP, and they were that way for years. Right. And 
things that I've heard are that their only way for that to be be profitable, both for the employees and for Kim Jordan, who of course owned the most of that, was to sell, mm-hmm. which they did, of course, to, right. to Kieran right. to start our sort of conversation on buyouts. And for them, um, the the ESOP was maybe a good decision, but was never going to get anybody paid, especially at the size that they were. So to get people paid and keep the growth going, it was sell or die, basically, or sell or keep not making money. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you only care that you're part of an ESOP at some point if you're going to get paid, don't you? Right, right. Like as, as an employee. Yeah. You know, an ESOP uh, in, a, in a big, you know, company that's, you know, listed on, you know, an exchange mm-hmm. where you can sell the shares, that's, you know, employees can make money off of that. That's, yeah. That's yeah. a good thing for employees. When it's a privately held company. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, well, here's a wish and a dream on a sheet of paper for you. You know, good luck. Right. You know, and employees generally aren't going to get anything out of that. Sure. Because you can't sell it. You can't do anything with it. Yeah. So. Mm. So you never got to that point. No. (laughs) Did. uh, Okay. And we're going to take a break here in a minute. But before we do that, um, had you been approached times before over the years about selling before you finally did or was this like yes. a the, you had been yes uh-huh. from any of the big characters uh big ish yeah um I you know like investment groups were, or any of the like you know your inbevs of the world or, or, or you know um i mean there was various discussions all of them under nda is the problem Oh, even I back then. Oh, yeah. So, I, you know, and nobody approaches you without you know <clears throat> wanting an NDA. You know, but how, once you reject, is that still you're under the NDA for a while? Yeah, uh, uh, pretty much for. Well, they they start doing like five years. So there's some that I could probably talk about. I can't really remember how long it's been. Uh, but there's other you know good sized breweries, craft breweries that were interested. And in, uh, okay, and then I talked to some others that you know I thought would be. You know, that I consider friends that I thought it'd be really nice to hmm. be with them. Yeah. And they were, you know, <clears throat> ended up acquiring breweries. I'm just like, you know, take us. Acquire me. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because. Were you putting out the vibe, too? Were you like, hey, I want to sell? No. Well, um, you know, once the pandemic hit or, you know, right around then, when I got sick. That's okay. really when I started going like, look. I could be, you know, I near, I, I was, I was going to die if they didn't do something and mm. do something quickly. And they so, being the doctors, yeah, that was figuring out whatever mystery illness right, you had, right? Yeah, and I was, you know, it, it was six months of them dicking around, and I was just like, I'm, I'm going to be dead. I told Liz at one point, I'm like, I'm going to be dead in in July. I said, you know, we need to, to figure this out. If if they don't do something soon, I'll be dead. Yeah. And uh, so that was just like, we need to figure out how to get rid of the brewery because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be dead. Uh, and Did then, they figure out what's wrong with you? You're not dead. Yeah, they know. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess. <laughs> <laughs> they figured it out. They don't have a cure. Yeah. So they just give you medicine to deal with the symptoms. Okay. And then you end up dying early anyways but you know it's longer so it's a it's, but it's an immuno thing yeah immunocompromised type of disease yeah that you, that you yeah, have yeah. okay right. um but you know so with that i'm just like i need to you know really 
to figure out how to take care of my family. I need to make sure that because also I, I thought, well, if I died, you know, and then they tried to sell the brewery, they'd struggle to sell the brewery without me. Yeah. It would be better to sell it with me than without me. Sure. And um, and then once they kind of figured out what was wrong with me and they started treating me, I was like, okay, I'll live and I could still run the brewery. And then the decision was, um, <clears throat> you know, do you, uh, you know, keep, keep going and, you know, the problem is you just keep going with the brewery. You just keep spending anything you make in order to keep, you know, growing. And it's, you know, such a, a tough, uh, business model. And yeah. then, yeah, it was just, let me, um, you know, let's, let's just, you know, start looking for a, you know, somebody we think is a good partner who will take care of the brewery, take care of the employees. Yeah. Cause we, you know, the employee stock thing, I needed a few more years to make that happen, but then I was just like, you know, I, I'm just, I, I don't have a whole, whole lot of strength and energy. I'm just like, I can't do this. Yeah. I, you know, I can't, I can't make it the, the remaining years. It really made me very sad because all the employees are like family to me. Yeah. And they're my children. So it, it really kind of crushed me to, to have to do it, to have to sell it, but I had to, I had to make the move. Well, and in that sense, it's the right thing for them, too, because True. you don't want to hold on to the point because you care about them right. that they don't have a job. Right. And know, then when so. the whole thing just right. closes down because they couldn't find somebody to buy the brewery. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's rough. So that's kind of how it all came to pass. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to talk more about it. I'm gonna, we're going to take a quick break right now on that somber note. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to die. I had a tear in my eye. I mean, what's funny is whenever I talk to you, you're like, oh, I'm okay. But whenever I saw you, I said the same thing. I was like, oh, he's going to die. Mm-hmm. He looks bad. You know, you're still, <laughs> he's no good. The, the, he's Here still, I am like 35 so pounds later. We're all neighbors. We all hang out. I'm doing pretty like, good now. Yeah, yeah. So now you see the good side of him. And you uh, saw the bad oh, side. Uh, when? Yeah. When's that happen? <laughs> when does that happen? He's never yeah. seen that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk more about Heretic and other states of the industry, because uh, all kinds of things like this are happening. Jamil's not the only one, of course. And then uh, we're going to try some more True Symmetry beer, too. Hang in there. It's the session, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the program. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. We got Jamil Zana, chef, my good friend Jay Z, back in the studio, plus the boys from True Symmetry. Uh, I went straight for the double IPA in my glass this time. I skipped right over the hazy. Wise choice. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I don't mind a good hazy. Every I just now want and to then, be able to speak English by the time we're done. So I said, no yeah, on that one, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to get a head start on not doing that. So I figured I'd just go right for that. I was drinking like a. Pilsner before, sure, so okay. I feel I have space right in on. my. <laughs> no judgment over here. I did, I'm not bloated yet, so. <laughs> well, the seltzer has helped. The, yeah. yeah, the seltzer totally helped. We'll see. I might be the one who gets carried the out. Lime today. juice, no scurvy. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's continue along this path so that we can then also talk about others. But so at some point. This uh, kind of investment group does approach you, Jamil. Yes. Uh-huh. Is, is that an accurate definition of them, an investment group? That's, yes. That was looking to purchase a, a small group of breweries? Correct. So, yeah, they're a uh, craft beverage cooperative. Uh-huh. It's creative. So they... <laughs> right. CBC. Okay. So yeah. they... Uh, uh, 
purchased uh, Moab Brewing. Oh, yeah. And then... Now, we had been there early in yes. our career, Jamil. Jeff is still there. Oh, that's awesome. Good for... Because Moab's <laughs> a cool place to live, so that's right. probably why he's still there. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so they approached us, and uh, um, <clears throat> we just kind of went from there. Okay. So they came in, they said, we, we're just looking to purchase breweries. But you, you also mentioned that you had these, these golden goals in mind, which was to kind of take care of the employees, too, right. and keep, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know if status quo were your, were your words, but keep things going. Yes. And so um, I got an email from you, right, about, I think, shortly after it took place, mm-hmm. but before it had gone public, with you letting me know, like, right. hey, this is happening, it's a good thing. They kind of have said, you know, they're keeping everybody yes. on, they're keep, they, they were keeping you on. Right. They told um, me they'd keep Liz and I on, everybody, everything would remain the same. Um, and that was true, right, at least, you know, right when it happened, right? Yes. Uh, every, yeah, mm-hmm. so your your brewers were remained and, um, mm-hmm. okay. And then, and then you were there for how long before getting uh, let go after that buyout? Is that like a year? You think uh, about six months? Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> so now I'm. I like being honest with you too. You know that because mm-hmm. I know I can tell you whatever I, I is in my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, I go to the one of the conferences, the homebrew conference. I don't know what, and people start asking me. What's what happened to Jamil? And I'm like, I don't know what. Is he dead? <laughs> and then, See, that would be the first thing that leaps to mind. <laughs> like, is he finally what? dead? Was, was, he, was he was he arrested for he, yeah. for something pornographic? <laughs> right, right. Or was it drugs? Right. And and I was like, no, no. Who he, did he shoot? <laughs> exactly. What bank did he rob? Any of these things, right? Everybody else, like first thing in their mind is what happens with the brewery. Me, you're right. I think of all these personal things. Um, but anyway, uh, was he? It's a Pee Wee Herman thing, isn't it? <laughs> Again? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's he does he have to register for something? Is he not allowed? To? <laughs> uh, so no, the people are like, well, you don't, you didn't see his, you know, his Facebook post, and I'm like, listen, I haven't, I haven't looked at social media. And I don't know how long. I don't. Right. I don't. Who looks at social media? I don't like it. I can't do it. it doesn't make me feel good. Um, no. So anyway, but you had posted something like everybody's I'm, more successful. You were. Than you. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably true. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, you had posted something like I no longer have anything to do mm-hmm. with with Heretic Brewing yes. Company, right? And so that that happened very quickly. Um, and basically, you 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 got you got let go. Mm-hmm. So here's the honesty part. The next instant thing I thought was. Well, it's because he's a fucking pain in the ass to work with. <laughs> I bet they totally intended to keep him around, but he went around and they're like, well, we do have to like make this little change. And he's like, nope, I'm telling you, I know how to run Heretic. And then they were like, we, come on, Jamil, you got to let us make this. And he was like, nope. So my next impression was that when it's Jamil's way or the highway. And I'm not saying this as an insult at all. Mm. I think you're a very smart entrepreneur. You've helped me in my life. Like, I've told you you're wrong sometimes, found out you're fucking right. Uh, so, honestly, that was my my first impression was that maybe you obtused yourself out of a fucking job. What do you think about that? As his attorney, I can speak on his behalf. He cannot confirm <laughs> nor, deny. nor deny. Yeah, yeah. Well, Such I hope that's not offensive, Jamil. I don't mean it that way. No, so um, well, I I was not uh, in charge of things. Okay. So 
I was you, I was not making decisions. Okay. Because you were told you were going to be. When you emailed me, you're like, right. hey, I'm still CEO, basically. Right. I don't, I don't know if CEO is, but you're like, yeah, I'm still on that. But that wasn't happening. They were, they were, uh, no. Okay. I, I was not. I, I was not making decisions that it couldn't be farther from the truth. Now. Okay. If you ask my opinion, I will give you my opinion. Of course you will. Yeah. And unfortunately, I'm not a yes man. So. Yep. 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 Um, if you don't uh, like what I have to say, well, I mean, you don't have to follow what I say. Um, right. But, yeah. yeah. But but you're, I'm going to say what I what I think it is. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I won't tread too much more on that because I know you can't just sit here and say, well, that they're just running the company into the ground or whatever. I can put those <laughs> words in your mouth. Uh, but, uh, you know. Uh, right. Okay. Right. Yeah. And I knew, listen, even with the, even though that was my first thought, I was like, well, there's always more to this story. But I just, I do know you and you know what you're doing. And so, yeah, I just thought, well, shit, if they kept him on a CEO and they're like, do this and do that. But really, it was not that at all. They're just, they're right. doing this or that anyway. And you're letting them know if if you think yeah, it's, things yeah. things were not my decision yeah uh, yeah um, but uh, I will say that you know Andrew's still there and you know most of the brewing team is still there well, that's good some people have left um, uh, but you know yeah with Andrew there I think everything's you know still solid good the beer's fantastic still yeah Andrew's, it, it, Andrew's killing it. If Andrew Delicious. leaves, then I don't know. Andrew's a head brewer. Yes. The, or at this point, the brewmaster, isn't yeah. he? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, director of brewing operations. Yeah. Okay. So he, he started nine years ago. Wow. He came to me from More Beer to, to work part-time. Okay. He worked part-time for a little bit, and then he went on full-time. And we started him out as, you know, general keg washer, nobody, nothing. And he worked his way up. Um and then when Chris Kennedy left, um, Chris was like, yeah, that's the guy to, to wow. make the head brewer. And so he became head brewer and then, you know, just kind of gone from there. So and, he had uh, to work with Beardy. Yes. Uh, speaking of pain in the ass to work with. Oh, he yeah. He had to work with Beardy. He had to work with Kennedy. And the, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Beardy's, Beardy's something else. <laughs> that guy. He is. Talk about, I'll give you my opinion. That's Beardy. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, and I love working with him. Yeah, um, oh, that's good. He he came back for a bit after working for uh, whatever that place. Yeah, 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 yeah. That in, place in the in the ghetto. Yeah, uh, the ghetto <laughs> is what Los Gatos translates to. <laughs> right. Even um, though it's the nicest place in the bay. Yeah. Uh, he he came back to work at uh, Heretic because he wanted to work in the distillery because he wanted to open a distillery. Right. And uh, there was a, 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 a <clears throat> so I got to work with him a little bit there, and then. Uh, somebody uh, crashed into the boiler, you know, and didn't say anything and destroyed, like, the boiler controls. And so uh, <laughs> Warren and I were, you know, the next morning going, like, oh, this thing isn't working. And, and so uh, he and I worked together on fixing that. Mm. And, you know, just he is a, a very logical guy. Yeah. And very smart. And... um you know, uh, very detail oriented, methodical and, and in that sense. I just, I just love working with him. Yeah, uh, we, you know, we just, I. It was just a, a wonderful time to work with. You know, somebody I worked with in the past, and yeah, and because uh, uh, Warren, uh, other than um, Win Wisenhunt from uh, mm -hmm. Wondrous, uh, Warren was like our first real employee besides Chris uh, Kennedy. I'm sure, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's because uh, I made him move out here and got him that fucking job. Right, right. 
Yeah, I wanted Beardy in on I'm the West like, Coast. So that psycho guy who approached me at the conference. Yeah, I'm like, hire him. Guy. Yeah, hire him. Oh, He's yeah. great. You'll, you'll trust me. It'll right. be great. Right. <laughs> oh, I, I love Warren. He uh, is super methodical and detailed. And, yeah, and so great. him and I on projects like that don't work well together because yeah. I cut all the corners. Yeah. I'm right, like, no, right. no, no, no. What, it's going to work my way, too. Your way is much more difficult. Right. However, <laughs> I'll admit. <laughs> His way is way more effective and like lo- long lasting. Yes, right because it's yes. the right way. I'm right, like, right, no, no, right. no, just a little more duct tape. He'll, he'll, and he's willing. He's willing to go like, well, you know, if if that's what we need to do, we'll we'll you know cut the corners. But yeah, yeah. He wants to go through the discussion of that you're cutting corners. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I love really working with him. He really does. Uh, it was that was great. All right, this is a good time to talk about the beer that is in uh, my glass. We're going to skip over your hazy and right to my double. Um, but Foster, you're the brewer at now at True Symmetry, right? I am, yep. All right, tell me, well, so tell me about this Imperial IPA I have in my glass. So you drink, you're drinking the Pandemit. Yeah, Pandemit, love it. Yep. Okay. Nine and a half percent. Yeah. Uh, Viking Pale mm. and Viking Pills. Very nice. More beer. From more beer, yeah. More beer. Good malt. A little Carafone. Okay. And then Simcoe and Citra. Just Simcoe and Citra. Yep. Whole way through. Cal Ale? Cal Ale, USL5. Yeah, okay. So that's a nice, it's big. Yeah, it's nine and a half. It's nine and a half, which I didn't look at the board. I just said, give me the double. Yeah, it's a, and then right when I tasted it, I was like, oh, yeah, okay. It's a little beefy. Yeah, that's beefy. That's nice, though. And just a, just Simcoe, Citra, that's it. That's it. It's a pretty magical combo, those two. You don't need a whole lot more. You Although, new school people. You know, they say you can't make an IPA anymore without even a touch of mosaic. But you didn't <laughs> fuck with the mosaic in there. It's so, in the hazy. It's in the hazy. It always did. It's in the hazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We had Liquid Gravity on a couple weeks ago, and he's like, yeah, I just can't even bring myself to make an IPA without mosaic. Even, he's like, he's tried. He's, he's, and, he, and at the end, he always goes, ah, fuck. A little bit. Yeah, and he just nice. throws some in there. It is yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I came up brewing with Chris Miller out of Berryessa. So I did yeah. like six years Great out there brewery. helping out. So he's like the... A mentor, and I learned a ton from that guy. So a lot of what we do is based off of some of the Berryessa foundation that yeah. I got. So then bringing Foster in and, and turning this into what we do and learning from this guy over here, Jamil. We're, uh, we're, we're trying to see you on the radio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm on camera right now. I can see yeah. and you. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's it's a pretty good beer. We do it a couple times a year, and it came out during the pandemic. The pandemic. See, I see it. Say it the same nice. way. As the I brand. like that. Hey, that's a good brand. Yeah, when you pandemic. get it yeah. wrong like that, yeah. it's mm-hmm. perfect. That's and good, when good we name. had to do beer to go only, so we would yeah. put a table in front of one of our doors, and people would come up, and we have a can seamer from Dixie Canner behind the bar. Okay. And making cans, and our customers were awesome. They stepped up. They were coming in buying four packs. The bartenders were still working. We kept everybody working. They were making four packs for people right out of the taps, so like like a growler, really. Drink them fast, and uh, this beer kind of came from that as sort of a, a fuck you to the whole situation, right? And uh, we we do it maybe twice a year now, oh, okay? Just because people are kind of like, hey, where's that beer? Yeah, and so we'll we'll do it a couple times a year just to kind of pop it out. And where's the pandemic? And yeah, it's the and, it, and it is it is probably one of your best beer names because he has some of the stupidest beer names. He's gotten much better. He's gotten much wow. better over time. <laughs> Uh, and and now, more recently, your your beer names have gotten better. But when you started, 
Oh my! I still God. name all the beers, so it hasn't really. Uh, I'm the guy well, still naming right, the beers. But now you've you've kind of listened to some feedback, maybe on, maybe on, a bit on, on why people would not order one of your beers because the name was really stupid. Well, yeah. this from the guy who's like his <laughs> inaugural beer was called like Tuffle Launcher Berry. Yeah, or that something. nobody could say that was I, a delicious I beer. Did, it was I a good did, beer. I did not name Great that beer. beer. <laughs> that was Matt Staley. Right, but you but you released it like as your first beer as was, a brewery. It was That it was a was crazy his idea. His pro-am. <laughs> That's right. It was. What was it? What was it really called? Taffle Bully. That's it. Taffle Bully. I really couldn't remember it. I was beer, but yeah. So, well, but his name's got. So Jamil's name's got pretty damn good. Yeah, right. but we couldn't do evil this, evil that because I mean they're doing no, it across no. town. But so then, yeah, but then, yeah. Right. we can do good no. this, good that. I don't know. <laughs> well, like, Maybe yeah. Yeah. the the some random Tuesday or whatever it was. Oh, that or... was the. So we had a brown. So I went. <laughs> I went to Brew Lab oh, in England. Okay. Oh yeah, that's where you learn to brew professionally, right? Yes. Okay. So I've been homebrewing for Jesse and I've been homebrewing forever, and then we won some ribbons and were part of Greenbelt Brewers. That's where I met Kevin. Okay. Out of Davis, and then I got accepted and went up to Northern England to go to a brew lab for a few months and study brewing and bounced around at a bunch of breweries and helped out. And um, none so, of this justifies your stupid beer name. Easy. <laughs> so we had this brown ale. So the lead instructor was the head brewer at, at Scottish Newcastle for forever. And so I kind of got a watered-down version of, of Newcastle. And so we make this brown ale. It's delicious, but it doesn't sell. Okay. Because as a home brewer, I made it on some stupid Tuesday that I took off from work. <laughs> right. You wanted, uh, to, you wanted to bring your roots Like from my day job, right? I took the yeah. day job, day off, and yeah. I, we made this beer, and it was fantastic. And so we made it's, it again and again. It's a really again. nice beer. Yeah. yeah. Made it again and again and again and again. Okay. And, and it so, wasn't selling. And it, okay. And then so we because... went commercial, and we did it commercially, and it was great. And it was called Perfect Tuesday, because it was the Perfect Tuesday, right? I'm, at, I'm in my garage. No, no. Yeah. No, it wasn't. It wasn't called Perfect Tuesday. No, it was sorry. Called, oh, oh, shit, you're right. It was called some it was, random. It was called random. I was going to say Perfect Tuesday is no, no, not that bad. Right. Yeah. It was called Random Tuesday. Okay. Which I thought was cool. Yeah, and then, no, Perfect Tuesday. We were some bad. Random Jeez. Tuesday. Okay, No, yeah, it was just yeah. Random Tuesday. So <laughs> he came in. We, we, we became neighbors and friends and all that. And he was like, this, this beer is fantastic. But I go, nobody buys it. Because like, well, the name is stupid. No, it's a brown ale, for one thing. And he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and the name's stupid. Call it like... Uh, a, like be- a beautiful, beautiful Tuesday. Tuesday, right? Something like that. Yeah, yeah that's good. Perfect so, Tuesday is good too. So we came up with Perfect Tuesday. So it yeah. sold a, a little bit better. Beautiful Tuesday would have done better, <laughs> but it's still a brown ale. Unfortunately, yeah. like I love to make English beers. That's my had, love. If you had used yeah, yeah, a beautiful yeah. Tuesday, like I told you, it still wouldn't it sell. Worked. It's a brown ale. Yeah, it it would sell better sell. than than how it's selling. I'm just a beautiful Tuesday you. sounds like a really good independent film. It's a nice name too. Exactly. Yeah, that's a decent. I think you why you're beard. Yeah. And it's still you can find it on his OnlyFans. Still, it's I'm pretty still, sure. It's still. I'm pretty it's, sure. If you go still, to his OnlyFans, you can see him starring it's in still a beautiful, beautiful Tuesday. Tuesday. I mean, I gotta earn a buck one way or another. That's right. There's. It's still, uh, you know, not a great name. But you know, you got some other names. Yeah, tell them the name of your triple IPA. Oh, well, come on. Come on. Go on. So we do movie, stupid no, no, movie no, lines. No, 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 don't explain anything. Well, you have to explain No, it. the customer yeah. doesn't get it explained to them. We literally only sell it in the tap room. So okay, but you was right. Give me the name first, and right. then... You won't get it. It's called Lopsop Doi. 
Yeah. So Jamil's right yes. because no, you don't get the chance to explain the name right. most of the time. But the, if you saw the label, you would get it. So okay. it's from Dude, no. Where's My Car? You still don't get oh, it. Oh, yeah, They yeah. get their special suits, and they go in, and the guy says, you guys were really lopsop doy last night, which means, like, wasted. It says wasted. Okay. Like, trash can. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. like you're – because it's 11%. That's a good inside joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, so you're you're siding with him. I see I mean, what's happening. I am. I am. You need because, to sell beer is the is the point. Right. We sell beer in the tap room. <laughs> it, that doesn't matter. People won't come up and so the they, they won't order something they they this can't model. pronounce or no. <laughs> so the heretic model and the true symmetry of being model. successful. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, I will yes. say. Okay, this can go on all night. The, the names have already taught me about your business philosophy. And that I know a little bit of, of your background from b- before we started the show. And it is different than, than Jamil's. A Jamil just bit. summed it up. I would say it nicer than he wants to be successful. I would say... He's mean? You genuinely no. started a brewery to have fun and be a brewer. And didn't... Don't... Didn't you don't want to go broke doing it, but right. you don't really care otherwise. We he just he started now. a brewery because he wanted to start a brewery. Well, I've heard that my whole life. <laughs> but does that make sense? Mainly because from your wife. because yeah. if I, because it's a, it's a bit of a club. Like inside jokes are, I think they're hilarious too. But they're so. Do you see what I'm saying? It yeah, does. I'll, I'll give you that. That's a bit of your feeling you about the brewery. If you're not having a blast doing it like that. You, I don't want to do it. That's what I'm getting at. Right. That's kind of what I'm saying. So we all were. We have. We had jobs for the first. I, I just retired. So I worked full time for the first three years in the brewery. Okay, Jesse yeah. still works full time. My okay, wife still yeah. works full time. Yeah. And I'm the only idiot now that doesn't have to go to work and still show up at the brewery. And then we get Foster and Foster doing it. Yeah. 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 For people yeah. that aren't having fun. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He wouldn't show up. Right. He wouldn't show yeah. up. Okay. Well, so, having fun is fine. We're but, still making money. Yeah. Don't okay. get me wrong. We're okay. still making money. We're profitable. Yeah, good. But we're not going to take over the world. That was never the plan. Yeah. And nowadays, I think in this market, and I've talked to Liz about this, his wife, uh-huh. Janelle's wife. <laughs> yeah, Liz saying a chef. And, and you're she, talking behind my back? Yeah. What the hell? She likes me more. <laughs> and she has said, if we did it again, the model that you're doing is pretty cool. Okay, yeah. So not going to – no one's going to show up and – the CRBF, what are they called? What are yeah, they, whatever. They have all a dumb the initials, name, too, by the way. Yeah, but the initials yeah. of, of the investment group. No one's yeah. going to show up to buy our brewery. Right. It's not going to happen. Yeah. But we're, we're making money. We're going to run this as long as we can until we're not having fun. Yeah. And then we'll figure out a way to liquidate or sell. Or my kid, who has no interest, will like yeah. his kids, will be like, yeah, I don't care. So I like I like this, too. And I and I, I think Liz is on to something. So on, on Monday, we had Mare Island Brewing Company in here. Um, and I'd never spoken to those guys. I spoke to them at a beer festival, you know, but I didn't know their story. And I love their story. And and they're growing. And they're at a growth point where they need to make some decisions. And the commentary that I was making, and, and Sully from the 2 and A was here, so he, he knows too because he went, he decided to go to that next level, right. that big regional level, right? Um, and I said, you know, you guys are at a point right now where you've got a big decision to make because you could say, yeah, we're going to go for it all. And you might make it, but you got a long road ahead of you. Or you could say, enough. Yep. We've made it enough. And you're going to do fine. They have three tap rooms. They're profitable. 
they got a great community around them. You guys have a great community around you. I know that. So you're at that. You, you just described it. You're like you're at that spot, and I think that's a, that is a great place to be. And we're actually sniffing around about a second tap room right now. Perfect. So we're looking. You could just still as, do the yes. regional tap or not regional. Yeah. The, the local tap room thing, multiple. That's fine. That's a completely different level than Heretic went. Than Twenty First Amendment decided to go and. And both are okay. It's a different, but, but different I do time. think people yes, should decide yes. early on, or at least when they get to that point, don't go into it blindly. Well, there's no, too no, many no. little little, little right. upstart little asshole breweries like us that mm. are popping up that mm-hmm. are making decent beer. T- today, you can't do a heretic. You can't do. It's gone. Right? Yeah, that, yeah. That's you can't gone. do a two one a. It's really tough. It's, it's done. It's right. it's it's down now to just your local. Your locals, yeah. And the problem with the locals now, we we went out to. Um, uh, at least three of us. We went out to uh, uh, Rancho Cordova and hit four of the the craft breweries out there, and they're they're going to kind of struggle a little bit because there's not enough market there for four of them so close together. Mm. And so they're all just kind of either eventually one of them's going to figure it out and outcompete the rest of them, and right. the rest of them will, will go out of business, or there's just not enough market for all four of them to survive that close together. So you know, you the the whole idea that when I started, we started as just a production brewery. There was not going to be a tap room, right? And uh, we were going to you know just distribute beer but the whole distribute beer thing has become way difficult and then um and then there's a lot of competition especially from the really big brewers that are buying up, right. up smaller ones and just they force everybody out so it's very difficult and then you those, know, ca- when those you cans to, are all going to the to same shelves rooms, yeah yeah when yeah. you get to when you get to tap same grocery rooms, store you know when you have you know these little tap rooms that are just springing up and and a lot of them are people who they have other jobs so it's kind of like their sideline their side hustle type mm-hmm. of thing and mm-hmm. they don't really need to make money at it and you're competing with people that don't need to make money at it right we still, and need, that to, we still is, need to make money that is yeah. that yeah. is just an impossible business model for somebody who's it's not sustainable you know, it's yeah. not sustainable and yeah. that's that's the problem with the industry now there's too many people jumping in yeah, and it's going to be it's it's just a really difficult road to go down. Yeah, uh, in the future. Okay, so I'm going to jump a little here, but it's just I think in light of the difficulties you just mentioned. So Stone sells for something like 160 million, right? Pennies, in my opinion. Yeah, but I did get a little more insight on that number, and it's like I think that was the I think the 160. It's actually what they pocketed. I think they took. I think Sapporo took on all the debt, oh, which was uh-huh. massive. Right. So it was really, if they you look at it that way, going, yeah. it's probably a five hundred million dollar buyout. Right. But they're going to write off the debt, and it's no big fucking deal for them. Right. But anyway, because I was like, shit, one hundred sixty million. How much of that's got to go here? Got to go there? You're going to leave with a couple mil? What's the? Who cares? Right. right. I don't think that's the case. I think they're pocketing one sixty. Anyway, before I get your opinion on that. Was Heretic sailed north or south of 160? <laughs> Just get, all you have to do is, oh yeah, you could say east or west too. South. 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 That's too bad. I was really hoping you were a billionaire and just not tell it. I hope because I could see that out of Jamil. Can't you? He's just an asshole enough to be to be a billionaire and not tell a soul. 
We yeah. thought that, that we saw him out on North Texas within his hot shorts. I was like, oh, what, <laughs> is this your corner now? What's happening? Yeah. Extra, yeah. Make some extra money? What's, what's yeah. going on here? Meanwhile, there's like news reports of this mysterious new landowner in Texas yeah. buying up the whole... And it's Jamil. Yeah. But... <laughs> South. Of, I, I I'm wish. Not, I'm I not. Wish. I know. I'm not surprised about that. I, I I've put a lot of thought into this, not because I care about your finances, but to be honest with you, but I do care about you. Uh, I did ask you a question. We don't have to talk. You know, give the answer on air. But I did. I hadn't seen him in so long, and I was like, just tell me this: Could you do nothing? Could you and Liz do nothing for the rest of your life? And not just from Heretic. Jim, this is like Jimmo's fourth career, and every one of them has been like a step up, step up. I know you 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 left Macromedia, which turned into Adobe, and all of that. Jamil's more famous in the tech world than he is in the beer world. I don't know if you guys know that. If he went to a tech conference in, like, Australia, they'd be like, oh, you're Jamil? He's, like, written code. Um, all I wanted to know was that the guy could just, like, stop working and die, finally. <laughs> well, at some I, point, I will. <laughs> that's what I wanted to know for you. Um, all right, He's but got a fishing boat now. Did you get a fishing boat? No, you, so the boat You that don't I, fish. Right, the boat that I had before... I don't know, the little... Like little, a ski boat or little, something, Yeah, right? a little bow rider. It's like a 17-footer. Yeah. yeah. Um, sold that to one of my employees back in the day because the kids were just like, eh, no, nah, we're not interested in the boat anymore. And then a year after selling the boat, they're just like, hey, let's take the boat out. I'm like, well, I sold it because you told me you didn't care. <laughs> right. Just and like so, you sold me the RV. Right, yeah. exactly. And they're like, yeah, the RV. I'm like, oh, it's gone. <laughs> and so... Uh, so uh, uh, I ended up uh, getting on the uh, salvage auctions, and I bought a boat, a, a twenty, a, the, the same, same maker, about oh. the same year. Okay, just like three or four foot longer. It's a, like a twenty-one footer, so it's like four foot longer. Nice. Got a salvage, sight unseen for like twenty-five hundred bucks. Oh my god. It's got to be a disaster. It, it, so it he got like thirty-two dollars for heretic. Seriously, he didn't go. Yeah, he so didn't then, buy a scarab. No. So then I put it. I put in like another, you know, uh, five grand worth of work and, uh, and and parts and and got the thing running. So oh my god, that's my boat now. I'm gonna take it out uh, Sunday for Liz's birthday. See, I think he's a multimillionaire. He's just cheap <laughs> as fuck. He's always been cheap as fuck, yes. though. Uh, which, we aligned that way, like building my company, whereas other people's would be like, you gotta take out loans, you gotta do this if you're ever gonna grow. And Jamil would see me piecing shit together, and he's like, yeah, that's the way you do it. All right. <laughs> like, yeah, always we, frugal. We ended up with a lot of loans. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, again, the, the, the beer industry, to grow... You the, the 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 equipment and the and the space that you need and all that is just ridiculous. The cost of stainless and everything else and labor and, and yeah. ingredients and and hops just going through the roof. Right. You know the, the you know just everything out of control. It is you got you definitely got out at the at the right time. You know, just like you said, there's no there's no more large regionals like that. There's also gonna I don't want to say there's gonna be very little buyouts. The large ones are gonna get bought out. So like so, Russian River came up on the last uh, couple shows. Sure. Like, w are they going to sell? And I was like, no, 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 they're not. But then Rye, he was like, well, but wait a second, do they have a succession plan? Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, oh shit, they don't have kids, right? Um, Vinny loves that beer. He loves right. brewing. He just mm -hmm. he wants to be the brewer, right? Um, so well, I, was that's like, what I was thinking, I was like, I, they I might actually sell. I love being part of the industry. I love brewing. I love the the process. I love working with the employees. I love that whole thing. He's home brewing. I want to. I yeah. want to yeah. just. Keep, I want to keep doing that. Mm. And that was my goal. 
Yeah. You know, can I still be part of it? Can you, yeah, keep doing that. And so I was trying to find somebody who would allow me to, you know, sell the brewery, even if it was at a serious discount. And but still be a still part be of the yeah part of the part of the thing and, and right. you know help help the employees learn and get careers and all that stuff and sure make new beers and all that. I would well, say one of the last beers uh, I came up with at Heretic was uh, so much mo, which you nice. got to you got to try that beer. Okay, that's a great beer. I will try that. I mean, listen, about mosaic. You can continue to work for free for the Brewing Network forever. I will allow you to do that, Jamil. You can always be in the industry with me, buddy. Yes. I think we have to start talking about his salary. What industry is this? I don't know. (laughs) Well, you're around beer. I guess you are with your buddies here too. I'm just. I just happen to put a microphone in your face. There you go. He shows up my place all the time. I'm like, yeah, just take care of him. Give him beer. Yeah. That drinks your Even beer. Even if I'm not there, I'm like, just take care of it. Just give him beer. Yeah. Yeah. I really don't expect to pay for beer anywhere I go ever again. <laughs> yeah. I think that's fair. That's a pretty fair deal. I need free beer. Yeah. If you just wear a shirt that says, do you know who I am? <laughs> and then put like, you know, sports style Zana Chef across the back. Yeah. You'll probably never pay for beer again. Can you, I get one of those too? You got it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I'll we'll we'll be like, I don't know. Uh, you don't look like, like a Jamel. team. Yeah. <laughs> you don't look like Jamel. Jamel looks like he's dying. You look okay. I don't think, you, <laughs> I don't think that's you. What do you think about the stone bio? What do you, what do you, I mean, they had no choice, right? They right. they got stuck in the new Belgian position, right? Exactly. So the the, the you know around the time when um, you know everybody started doing expansions and stuff like that, big aggressive expansions, um, you know, Green Flash, yeah, you know that expansion took Green Flash down instantly, almost. Yeah. That was crazy um, how fast that happened because because they weren't as a good position as like Ballast Point. Uh, Sierra Nevada. Sierra Nevada kind of survived that expansion. Uh, Stone did their Berlin thing. They had, you know, kept working on the hotel thing and so many other things. Yeah, they even bought the land, I think, for that. Right. Yeah. Well, they had the land for decades, I think. Okay, okay. They bought it pretty early on. Um, But, you know, you end up... um, you know just overreaching yeah and it just it just takes you down sure and the downturn uh, probably always, happened faster than we thought yeah do you, you think know, that did that sneak up on us with the change to other beverages so quickly right uh, you mean for stone or for the the industry because yeah. here they are this large regional and it's not just that other brewers Craft were the competition beer is in real trouble yeah and now it's yeah. picking back up a little bit yeah but it got hammered uh, so at the beginning of the pandemic, uh, everything was actually fine. Uh, like Jason was saying, the customers came and bought stuff and, you know, you, you transitioned to cans and everybody was buying cans and you were doing great and everything was fine. And then people got tired of that and then some places opened and so they started going back to that. And so you had lost all your draft accounts and... Everything just went to hell. Yeah, and it was it was really difficult. And um, uh, you know the uh, you know the problem is you you know craft beer is in a real struggle right now because what's going on now? I mean, the seltzer was seltzer is kind of a flash in the pan. It 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 
really blossom, but yeah. it's dropping back down. Okay. There will always still be a a role for seltzer, but it's declining rapidly. Um, the other thing is, you know, craft beer was declining rapidly. It's coming back up a little bit, hmm. but it's it's still suffering. The the real growth opportunities are in alternative beverages hmm. and especially cocktails and spirits. Okay. So before selling the brewery, I had realized this, and I was shifted over to making uh, ready-to-drink cocktails. And we were just going great guns, and we were the darlings of the area, Mm. and our distributors were all excited. And, um, I mean, we'll see what happens with that. But Did you um, keep that separate from the sale? No. no, Because Ballast did that. Right. Ballast uh, and Ballast Point, right? They took Cutwater so, aside right. at the last minute. By the way, right? So it was Yusuf, yeah, that told yeah. me to get into distilling. Oh, nice! <laughs> Yusuf's a smart guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, so, um, anyways, uh, that's where people should be going. They should be, mm-hmm. you know, shifting towards cocktails. And if you're a brewery. And, you know, you should be making cocktail-like stuff. You should be, you know, switching over. People have, have kind of run the course. There will always be people wanting to drink IPAs. Mm-hmm. But you've seen the, 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 the shift in the craft beer industry where people were looking for something different. Fruity yeah. and uh, sweet and, uh, beers. So New England IPA is sweeter mm-hmm. and fruitier than traditional IPA. Yeah, yeah. And then you've got the uh, slushy stuff uh, or, or pure or, um, uh, smoothie stuff yeah. out of like Texas uh, and around there where that's really popular. That's, you know, becoming trendy and popular. You should be making those kinds of stupid beers <laughs> <laughs> if you, you want to sell, more, sell to, more beer. To survive. Yeah. Right? You should be looking at stuff that tastes more like cocktails and that's really where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. And the breweries that can make something cocktail-like uh, or set up a distillery and uh, do that, you're going to uh, you know, do better than the craft breweries who are just going like, I'm making my, my clear IPA and right. my red ale and my porter. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's really where it's shifting. You have to, you have to transition to that. That's... That's the market. Yeah. That's where the market's going. That's where all the success is going to be. Yeah. And we're seeing it as re- as that. as a retailer too. I mean, we're we're seeing that here. We're feeling the pinch among all the other pinches. If uh, you had cocktails on, and uh, you'd yeah. do better. Yeah, exactly. But our license doesn't allow us to to do it. Well, um, so, so being this guy's friend and pretty close to Heretic, yeah, I listen when he talks. Yeah. He has a gem every now and again. Every now, yeah. <laughs> every now and a again. Pearl, yeah. pearl falls, falls from this swine every so often. <laughs> Occasionally. So um, we've been making uh, high-gravity seltzers. Mm-hmm. And so we did did a batch, and we, we put it on tap this last weekend, actually. It's okay. A bit timely. And what's high-gravity? Give me a... It's 15.5%. Okay, that's seltzer. up there, yeah. 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 And then we, we're going to put it in a slushy machine and do different flavored slushies with it. But we started with... Cause the slushy machine showed up and it was all jacked up from from the shipping. It was just beat up and didn't uh. work. And so Jesse and I were in the brewery and then we put it on on one of the taps and we're like, "What can we do with this?" And so we put a bunch of lime in it and some tahini and we're like, "Dude, shooters, 
So yeah. we had a really cool 90s rock band called Inverness 95 out of Sacramento that showed up, and they kill it at our place. And we sold a ton of those. Is that right? A ton. And what do you seltzer based cocktails? What, yeah. Yes. What do you just like a tumbler glass? Yep. Like our, our yeah. like our sampler tray, right? So yeah, like one okay. of the sampler glasses. Yeah. With a little lime juice, some chamoy and tahini on the rim, and uh, the seltzer inside. So a shot, basically. Basically, yeah. So it's fifteen and a half percent. So you're looking at with the lime juice, probably what fourteen and a half. Yeah. Fifteen proof. Yeah. I mean, uh, about thirty. Thirty proof. proof. About thirty proof. Yeah. So, and my wife was kind of worried about that. And I was like, well, let's see what happens. Yeah. So, first off, no one got punched. There were no fights. No one passed out. Because it's not that much alcohol. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But people were happy to have it because it was something different. Yeah. And they were having a good time with the band. You get a couple of those in you, and the people were having a great time. And then they bought a couple more beers. Right. Took four packs home with them. It was a great night. You you make yourself a a 20% seltzer base. Yeah. And then you make cocktails from it. Yeah. Yeah, super easy. And if you just need to make it flavorless, so it's like vodka, so that you can put other things in it yes. to make it flavorful. Yeah, you yeah. can't yeah. have yeah. a bunch. You can't have these rough seltzers that people are so making. That was yeah, our first yeah, iteration, yeah. so we're working on the second now. Yeah, I, we we learned from the first one, and it was it's, it was fine. It was great. And it's going to be on chat for a little while until we get th- get through it. Sure, but, um, it's going to be better and better. So we're working on making Smart. that better. But I think. It offers a lot of possibilities for the end of that kind of the RTD, the ready to drink right. kind yeah. of cocktail, because you could mock make mock up whatever you want, right? With that as a base, and and actually have a product. little bite to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. as a brewer, it hurts your soul just a little bit. Yeah, yeah but th- so make, make stuff but people want to drink. Ultimately, you got to pay for the lights, right? Yeah. Well, here, okay. So I'll give you my retail example of of that. Uh, when I started the Hop Grenade with my partners, they wanted to do all kinds of uh, bar gimmicky things, and I rejected them all. Indeed. And one of them was uh, Trivia Night. I even rejected Trivia Night. I, and, and I just said, look, we're, we're not like other bars. We're, we're different. And by the way, when we opened, it worked fine. We're, we're different. And I told my management team, I said, if I ever approve Trivia Night, <laughs> you should all start looking for jobs. Guess what starts at the hop grenade next week? Trivia. Oh, you waited till now. <laughs> took me that eight, took a while. Took yeah. me eight years. Because yeah. I look, I held Good fast to, yeah. to and and it and I and I'm not complete. I'm not as dumb as I, I make myself out to be. I didn't need to. I still didn't need to. Right. Um, it would have helped me though. I, I I am dumb enough that it would have helped me, and I still ignored it. And now I'm like, you know what? I can't just be empty on a Tuesday night anymore. Mm-hmm. I can't afford it. Right. Uh, so we do have to change our models. And even if it does hurt your brewer's soul, and it does hurt my my little pub soul that I don't want a bunch of uh, noise and trivia. I want us to be able to talk and have fun. Well, guess what? If nobody's here talking and having fun, who gives a fuck? Nobody's right. buying beer. <laughs> and the right. whole place will go under. <laughs> yeah. So we do trivia on Sundays. Right. I am the host, actually. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice. Um, and it, like the place, like Sunday mornings, is kind of chill. And then yeah. when trivia starts, the place... Is packed, right? It's packed. They right, come for trivia, and we got to drop our pride, well, and we got to drop our preconceptions right. sometimes, <laughs> and just kind of go with <laughs> with what's new. And so, if that means that I have a seltzer on tap yeah. that can change flavors, if it means I install a slushy machine, yeah. and and that hurts my soul a little bit, well, fuck me. Who cares? Yeah, right. The, the industry's <laughs> changing. Y- yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. in the industry, will is essentially. It'll change enough to the point where you're going to say it's gone away. Yeah. I started with four beer engines, four mm. beer engines, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to make classic 
English beer. Right. And we're going to put this on cask, and it's going to be amazing. <clears throat> People are going to love it. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Not so much. Right. They right. loved it. The, the, the beer nerds that showed up, they were of like, course. dude, this is great. I'm like, yeah, that's great, but I have to push through this cask. Right. And so now we're down. We have two. We typically want run one. Um, just because it's 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 a it's a tough sell. Nobody knows what that is. If you're in this industry and you're a beer nerd, yeah, you know you're you're down for that. But it's really tough for the general public. We sell American corn lager, seltzer, mm. our red lager, and what else? Uh, hazies, pretty much. Yeah, that's what pays the you know pays for the lights and everything else in the place. Of course, of course. And then and occasionally still- we can make some stupid shit that people that like. the other people enjoy and that yeah. will always be that way like i don't so you know we talked about how you you wouldn't want to be in business if you're not having fun you don't want to be there if you're not having fun all right i don't want to be here if it's not still the hop grenade so right. I, i'm not going to turn it into a college bar but i am going to do enough that mm-hmm. enough people come and enjoy right. that we all still have jobs and then the rest of us can mm-hmm. keep drinking wonderful things like off a beer engine or a cask or whatever else so. And what, what I've found, too, is a lot of people that are coming in, they'll start out. We have a lot of customers in Sassoon and Fairfield, very working class, mm-hmm. not really hip to the beer scene. Yeah. And they start coming in. We, we A lot of our customers have been a heretic, you know, before we open because they've been open for a while. Yeah. And they're coming in. They're and old then we start with, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or dead. They're Whatever. old news yeah. now. Nobody even knows. Are they alive anymore? Like, yeah, probably not. Yeah. Uh, corn lager, some of these other things. And then now, like, you see these people progress into more flavorful beers. Yeah. And it's it's pretty cool. So we can start doing like, hey, we're selling a little bit more of this now. Let's do one of those. But right, we, right, right. We have a pretty broad range of beers that we're putting on tap, and a lot of them are, you know, kind of what would you call starter beers? Yeah, you know, just to get people in the door. And that's what you got to do. Yeah, they stay there sometimes, and sometimes they move on to other things. So it yeah, works out okay. Well, you brought me your red lager, right? I did. All right, let's take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to try some red lager from True Symmetry Brewing Company. Um, we can talk about that, and we've still got some more of the state of the industry to talk about as well. So hang in there. You're listening to the session, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the session. Thank you so much for hanging out with us still. Uh, you can find this show on YouTube if you're Woo-hoo. listening to the podcast. I did a video of the whole thing, so you can see all of our uh, handsome faces. You can see Jamil is actually alive, and it's not just a, an imposter. Uh, we, brought a, we brought a real Jamil in. Um, and, uh, yeah, check us out on YouTube or Facebook. Uh, we put the video up there all the time, and um, you, can, you can check it all out there. You can see the logos we've been talking about. Um, and we're about to pour a, a red lager uh, for us to try from True Symmetry. I'm excited about that. I so and we're of course before the break talking about popular styles and how to stay in business. But we also mentioned you know the rest of us still like these other cool yeah. cool mm-hmm. things which we got to talk about with Mare Island on on Monday as well. Um, they brought in a great uh, red ale. I think you'd have liked it. I might have a can left we can share after the show, Jay Z. Um, and yeah, so the rest of us still like these these styles and and want to try them. And so do a lot of beer drinkers. By the way, we shouldn't of course say that the that the the classic styles are dead. Uh, the guys from Mare Island, Jay Z, said that they did uh, steal a little page out of, out of your book, a uh, little bit of chocolate malt in his red ale, mm-hmm. uh, which he said really he really thought made all the difference in the world. And I said, hey, if you're going to brew a classic style, you steal from Jamil. That's what you do. There you go. You know, is there going to be like a new classic styles book, Jamil? Because since that book was written, there's a bunch of new classic styles, aren't there? Right. So uh, one of the thoughts was I should brew uh, or or write a book called uh, Brewing Modern Styles. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, see, you could corner the market on that too. Yeah, mm. that or uh, you know, brewing classic styles rebrewed or something. Yeah, yeah. You're homebrewing a bunch again. Well, four batches so far. Okay, so I call that a bunch. <laughs> He's killing it. <laughs> that's true. They're actually that's, really that good. Would, that would be like five years for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's surprising. <laughs> so, so, so you want your fermenter back finally? <laughs> my my good buddy uh, Matt Thomas there. Yeah. Uh, Hi Matt. He, Matt's here. He uh, he converted uh, a chunk of his garage into a authentic British pub. Legit. Oh, Matt, English just so you know, Jamil's bragged this to me, uh, bragged about this to me before you were even sitting in the room. So yeah, this is cool. Should. Yeah, it sounds awesome. You have actual beer engines in your in yes. your British pub garage. So he needs beer for the beer engine. So that's okay. what I've been brewing. So I what see. I brew is all British stuff. I put it in uh, casks and then we serve it in the in the in his uh, the Canterbury. Okay. What's uh, three hours? Oh, is that gone. what the pub's called? Yes. At the, the Canterbury. Canterbury. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Very in nice. three hours, the so, beer is gone. Or <laughs> two. Yeah, two to three hours, there's there's not a drop left. Wow. It's a, it's a rough go. <laughs> so the drinking sounds up. accurate, but Matt, i got to say, the Canterbury sounds classier than you look. It, sound, <laughs> it, it has like a... I appreciate it. <laughs> no truer words. <laughs> it just has a very classy feel to... Not that you don't have class. Don't get me wrong. Hold he on, had, he had a whole other... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you should have them on the microphone. They're they're the whole nother. Grab uh, this one right here. The can, whole nother set of uh, of names for the Canterbury, which was like you know, the Crude. cock and balls. It was you know, the it cock was and the cock and beaver, <laughs> fighting chicken and a very aggressive yeah. beaver. The, 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 Actually, what's funny though is those are all English names. Right. Right. The, the yeah. cock and beaver would totally work. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> but you went. See, I like your style. You was like, no, I'm going to go with I think the his Canterbury. Wife, his wife was just like. The Canterbury. Yeah. I think she didn't, like want, she didn't want a picture of a cock on the front of the house. Yeah, right. And a beaver. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, she kept thinking it was going to be something phallic, and I was like, no, it's a chicken. It's a chicken, oh, yeah. Let's be a little classy. <laughs> a, see, this is why you're at the Canterbury. <laughs> I assume it was, so would have been like a penis and a vagina, you know. Yeah. Right, but no. no. Smothered in chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd that come from? <laughs> that was just Jamil's extra touch. Yeah, That's his own fetish. Okay. Uh, this red lager is delicious. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That's really great. It's very tasty. It's just so it's kind of a spinoff of our English brown. Okay. Or <laughs> that we made a lager. And yeah. we, this is we some changed. perfect Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that one called? Something or about some, Tuesday. Yeah. Some random shitty Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> shitty Tuesday. That was actually the original name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of tweaked the recipe a little bit and made it into a nice lager, and it kills. Mm. It, it's pretty much always on tap. What yeast in this one, Foster? It's the uh, 3470. Okay. Which is what? Give me the name of the, the other name of it. Does it? Do we know what it is? It's from is it like uh, London? Uh, Weiss Stefaner. Okay. Weiss Stefaner. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Nice. It's yeah. like the yeast that most German lagers are made with. I see. I see. So yeah. It's really, really like world. just sort of a generic, nice German lager yeast. We use it for That's a pretty yeast. much all of our lagers. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll run multiple gen- multiple gens on it, and this. So we do the red, then we do the Schwartz beer or mm-hmm. the black lager after it, and then we kill it and start over again. Chocolate malt? Nope. Midnight wheat. Really? Two percent. What? Because there's like a toffee something going on that I really like. We have a little caramel uh, hundred. Okay. Yeah. He's got the computer in front of I've him. I've got it right in front of me. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, only because I was like, I can't see this. Can you read like these the, things? Yeah, uh, the Viking. <laughs> Okay. It's like a C40, I think. And, and like yeah, a, it's about C40, C45, something yeah. like that, yeah. 
Then a little bit, uh, so Pilsner is about 50%. Okay. Uh, Vi- uh, Vienna. Vienna, all right. 37%. Well, so a bunch of Vienna. That's probably what I'm picking up there, too. Yeah. 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 I like Vienna. Okay. A little aromatic Munich. I mean, it's almost a Vienna lager, right? Pretty much. Yeah. But we call it a red because we want to sell it. A little, a little nobody, more. Nobody right. knows what a Vienna lager is. Right, right. A little, right. A little right. maltier, more intense than a Vienna lager. Vienna lager, a little lighter. Right? Yeah. I'll give know. you that. Those sea malts in there and a little bit of dark malt to, to mm-hmm. bring the color out a little bit. Just a touch of roastiness, but really, really subtle. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, it's kind of in between, nice like, you know. Here we go. Almost. Here we go. Dunkel, mm-hmm. yeah, you know Vienna. I was expecting October a bad analogy. You know, yeah, yeah. that's kind of it. it's kind of in its, it's own like little niche there. Five. Point. I think middle of Dunkel in Vienna is a great description. Yeah. It definitely has because Dunkel has that just a little bit more like. Sorry to say it, but like biscuity. I'm mm-hmm. sorry to pull out a piece. Rich malty. Yeah, and all that, yeah, yeah. It's really great. Thank you. Does it sell well? Yes. It does. It didn't sell well when we called it other things, but man, we call it Red Lager. <laughs> Just right. It doesn't, Sassoon, it doesn't have a so, name. Sassoon Sunset. Oh, that's a nice right. name. It's beautiful, right? Look at right. you growing up. I'm right. learning from this guy right here. Because <laughs> uh, what kind of crappy friends. name was it before? It was some Jamil's, random. Yeah. It was called like Wet Pants. <laughs> wet yeah. Pants, yeah. <laughs> Actually, it was. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. How'd you know that? Yeah. Some <laughs> collection of symbols and <laughs> digits that nobody could pronounce or what? Oh, that's a good name, Sassoon Sunset. It's nice. Yeah. That's a good beer. And right. you guys, you sell cans to go too. So yeah, we we'll run. So if we do, so we have eight barrel system, sixteen barrel tank. So we'll we'll run double batches on certain things, and we have a little uh, wild goose gosling. So very labor intensive, but great great little canner. And we'll rip out a bunch of cans on beers. We'll we'll double batch that we have on t- a tap all the time. Yeah. So we have them in the fridge, and then um, we also have a can seamer behind the bar, so you can get. A four pack of whatever you want because I didn't want to do two different can sizes. So the whole thirty-two ounce crawler thing, I was like, no. Yeah. So we have sixteen ounce cans. So we got a Dixie canner that does sixteen ounce cans behind the bar. Okay. Um, but you want to drink them? It's like a growler. You want to drink them? In yeah. A week, in a week or so, but you can get whatever you want. So like this one, the the Sassoon Sunset, is 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 our generic label. That's just right on. off of that. Right. Okay. Yeah. So take it home, drink it. Okay. And then. The ones that like sell a lot more beer, we'll make double batches and then we'll run it on the canner and have it in the cold box or then in the fridge in the tap room. So got it. It's good beer. Thanks. What the fuck does Silent Jesse do for you? So <laughs> Barry's body. He's the anchor. <laughs> so he's yeah, the, if you he's the he's the rock. You, you don't say Barry's body oh. aloud. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. So like, if you yeah. ever want, I can edit that out. <laughs> if you I won't, but Barry. I can. Yeah. If you if you ever want to just a. This is the guy. So Jesse and I started homebrewing. I started homebrewing in the 1999. Okay. Wife bought me a kit for Christmas. Started making beer. Jesse and I have been buddies since before that. And so he'd come over and make beer with me. Okay. And so when it came time down the road, the well down the road, what was it 2018 that we opened? 17 for the work. Um, I was like, hey, you're the only guy that I would want into this. Because I told him years ago, I was like, hey, we're going to open a brewery someday. Start saving money. And he's never said a word about it. And then, but in, did, but started saving money in 2018. He was like, "Yeah, I have X amount of money." Wow. And I was like, yeah. "Okay, cool." So now he is one of the owners. It's, it's so it's oh, my wife and great. myself and Jesse. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that own the brewery, and this guy pretty much fixes all the shit that I break. Okay, and 
And Jesse, you're a you're you're in the fire department, otherwise, or retired from the fire department? No, he's no, still working. Currently, you're in still the fire department. Yes. Okay, all right. And a paramedic. So when I cut off a finger or something, this is the guy. Okay, but the engineering part is just something you've done your whole life as a hobby, or or uh, just from learning from my dad, who was mechanical. Okay, I just kind of pick it up. So things that he'll says it doesn't work. Be nice. Does it work? Yeah, but yeah. it does work. But I'm able to, you know, take the time and think about it and then Got it. basically find a fix for it. That's somehow. a good Where I would just have. set it on fire and be like, oh, this is broken. Right. Yeah. yeah. Buy a new one that you can't afford. Right. Okay. Yeah, I don't yeah, need yeah, to yeah. say this is the first time I've ever heard Jesse speak. <laughs> yeah. So you, this is <laughs> yeah. a new thing here. Yeah. Yeah. So we call him Silent Jesse for a reason. For a reason, right. It's interesting yeah. to hear his voice. Didn't even know he had a voice. Yeah. They were expecting expecting to pull out one of those things you got to put on your neck to talk or something. <laughs> he, has, he has breathed in a lot of fire. A lot of fire over the years. Right. He gets called out to all that stuff. So, yeah. Right. Well, and Jason, so you're a retired uh, uh, peace officer. I am. Uh, and, and you're another first responder. Yeah, still, though, Silent Jesse. Again, and currently. How close are you to, to reti- retirement? Yeah, grab that back. Yeah. Uh, I think about six years out. Pretty pretty close, man. Okay. He could go in four. What, I can go in four, but what county do you work with? Solano County. Solano, okay. Yeah, so I work for the Vacville Fire Department. Okay, got it. Uh, doing what specifically as an EMT for that? Currently, as a firefighter paramedic. Got so it. So okay. I ride the fire engine or in the ambulance. I see. I had to call you guys this morning. But it's always about homeless people here, and, and probably everywhere. Oh, right I thought you like uh, lost a limb or something. No, yeah, no, nothing exciting. Just no. another homeless person who was on drugs, and asked me for help here in Concord. <laughs> yeah, weird. <laughs> really? Yeah. Tell me that our reputation doesn't precede us How here. How did they get so that weird. far away from Bark? I don't know. <laughs> Easy. Yeah. Uh, they we now, throw them off. They now pretty much live here at the Hop Grenade. <laughs> Basically, what's happening? Uh, so okay, so six years, and then you'll be retired too. Potentially, yes. Okay. Until then, though, you've got to fix all of Jason's fuck-ups at the brewery. That's basically your deal now? No, between yeah. him and Foster. Yeah. And Foster, well, too. Yes. Okay. All right. And what did you say? Eight-barrel brew house? Yeah. Yes. Did you buy it from somebody else or new? No. Uh, so I went to the brewing school in England, uh, yeah, yeah. Brew Lab, yeah. and it was a guy that opened a brewery in Singapore. Okay. And he was kind of my guy. He moved to Hong Kong, was a part owner in Hong Kong Brewing for a while, and then I ordered it directly, which could have been terrible. Hmm. Should, it could have been a couple of shipping containers full of, like, garbage. Just garbage, yeah. But I had him there and hired a customs broker out of San Francisco, and we got the whole system way cheaper than if I hired someone here to do it. Okay. Very labor-intensive. Um, we, we turn a lot For of For Jesse. Yes. Okay. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you meant to put it together when oh, it got here. No, you, no, mean, no, actually, no. you mean labor-intensive to run. Yes, okay. we have. Okay. We got a technician from the manufacturer in China. That I came see, out. I see. We put him in the hotel, fed him, hung out with him. Took him bowling, all kinds of stuff. He was super cool. Nice, nice. And in 12 days, we built the brewery. Okay, wow. 12 days. That's impressive. Everything got set up. I brought, it was Jesse and I and like most of our friends showing up to do all the moving of things, and we got it all set up, and then, wow. because it was Chinese. I mean, Jamil did it in 11, but that's impressive. Yeah, well, yeah. he's a little more Jesus. <laughs> the Pope did it. Yeah. Seven days, yeah. yeah. It was seven days. Well, on the seventh day, he rested. He did. Um, so six. Six. <laughs> it was yeah, six. six. <laughs> I rested on the seventh. Yeah. Fair point. Fair yeah. point. So uh, we got up and running. All, normally, they stay for a little longer, but it was Chinese New Year's, February. We had to get so out. So he had to bail. Yeah. So then we started the brew house on our own. So actually, the first... 
the first brew day, uh, Chris from Berryessa and his whole crew came down and like brewed with us the first day, which was pretty cool because I've m- monkeyed around with his system and a bunch of places in England, but it was kind of nice to have some professional help there to sure to get us get us going. And then it was it I've was. Always rough. said you need professional help. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard that most of my life. It's kind of a theme. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we got up and running, and the beers were pretty good at first, and we just keep dialing in and dialing in and dialing in. I mean, so it was homebrew at first, if you're honest, right? Yeah, realistically, you, you jumped. Yeah. Well, okay, that's not true, because you went to school uh, for yeah, it. I had some education behind okay. it, so I knew what okay. we were doing with the water and all that. We were looking at all the all the details. Um, but, I mean, you're learning a new system. So anytime, yeah, yeah. even if you change out a system, you're learning a new system. So you have to account for those things. There's going to be a couple batches that you're dialing in. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I think we've come a really long way. In a in a pretty short period of time, hmm. he's looking at me. I know. Yeah, everything's fine. Your beer was okay uh, to to start with. You know, that you were making some good beers, and some of them I thought were just okay. Um, I didn't think you had any great beers when you started. I mean that because uh, Matt and I we went to your your grand opening. Well, he is no uh, authority on anything. Well, I'm just well, saying. I'm a right. professional yeah. beer drinker. He's a, oh, yeah, that's a good, uh, fair yeah, point. Yeah. Okay, so I was there yeah. from the beginning in the yeah. garage and yeah. I was tasting those yes. beers. And good I point, remember good point. the transition when you came back from England. Yeah, and how amazing <clears throat> it was. You're just like. Holy crap! This kid learned some skills. Really changed. Yeah. So then we just started hanging out. In this but that was at, that time. was at home. So I came back in England in 2014, and we didn't open until 2018. So I was homebrewing on my homebrew, my tippy dump from Warbeer. Okay, very nice. For yeah, four years. Yeah, but with um, new skills is what right. Matt's saying. But then yeah. when we went commercial, it was like, okay, this is a whole new thing. Sure. So sure. we have to dial this in, and I think to be humble enough to. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> to to accept criticism from your friends. And, right, yeah, yeah. and I was lucky enough to be, just by proximity, I was close to him, and then we found out we were neighbors. That's we funny. Like just a coincidence. Four blocks apart. And then he accepted me, and I went to Heretic. Okay. And to had, you, had you listened to his yeah. shows before you so, met him? Or before you found out he was so I was the I was the VP of Greenbelt Brewers um, before <clears> I went. <throat> okay, so I you knew, back. yeah. But it wasn't until later, though. So I was never. I'm not very technologically advanced. Yeah, so yeah. that's my wife's job. Yeah, who makes it all run? And listening, guys, listening yeah. is too technologically <laughs> yes, advanced. For I can't you. listen. I well, it's on the computer or the phone. It's not on the radio. I, I, I can't so, figure it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. You don't Super, turn a dial. It's it's rough. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know your beers. You know, um, you know when Matt and I were there, we're like, yeah, they're all right. You know, and 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 I told you, it's like don't open until you know throw away all your beers right. until Dial you're in. sure it's all good, and then right. open. Yeah. So and when should I open? Is it coming up? <laughs> it's coming. I, th- I think in another <laughs> we're, we're six getting, months. We're you're getting ready. Close. Yeah, we're yeah. getting so close. But you, you know, your beers have gotten you know worlds better since then. They weren't bad. They just weren't you know outstanding that I would get in my car and drive to go to to, to, to be there. What if they're but, free? Yeah. Uh, well, well, that has helped. Okay. That that, helped. Yeah, but no, but now your, your beer... Kessler drives an electric car. It's your, free. So yeah. that's a really bad commentary. <laughs> your, beer, <laughs> your beers have gotten, you know, a thousand percent better. And they were they were they were the good, uh, you know, yeah. to start with. Right. But now some of your beers are great. Where I'm like, man, that's outstanding. I've told you, it's yeah. like that's, that's like fantastic. this red lager in my that's opinion. Out, that's outstanding. Yeah. You make some great beers, and you know the worst of your beers are well, that's good. That's that's really good. You Which know, is better than a lot of breweries. 
the vast majority of breweries. To, so he's doing yeah. really well so, now. Yeah. Now, I have his, the, his stupid beer names, he's even approved <laughs> up on that. Yeah, getting I have so, the advantage right. of being where we are. should name one stupid beer name. Stupid beer names. <laughs> no, just Stupid that, beer yeah. name would be a great one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Stupid, yeah. stupid beer name, I, IPA. Look on Untapped, I guarantee you there's, I like like that one. there's 16 of them on Untapped right now. Already. Already That's gone. That's true. Every yeah, beer name is taken. That's true, yeah. But being close to him and, and Chris and some of these other brewers around that have like just taking me under their wing and help me out and right and being humble enough to go okay cool yeah i'll listen to that and like work on it and make it better and make he it still, better and he make still it better. gets a little butthurt uh, you know well everybody does Jamil. Yes. and you're you, right and listen you know i do too yeah. you, it's your babies yeah. and, and, your and babies and a coming from you Jamil. it's everybody we all look up to you but also well, you know, the, you know. I, I like the pull no punches shtick i have that too yeah. but my delivery is much softer than yours <laughs> And so you know, there's a little, there's a little. That's blow. what I've heard. Your delivery is it's <laughs> oh, quite yeah. soft. It's a little blow there quite too. Soft. You know, your blow is quite soft. Yeah. No, my my last yeah. homebrew, he looked me right in the eyes and he poured it into the grass. So <laughs> you, you guys don't know nothing. Yeah. I was actually there. He for was that. there. <laughs> I was so, trying to. Oh, Jason muscled it down. Did he was, stay looking at you yeah, the whole time? Just stain in his face. I was, like, I was trying to be nice. I was like, I see what you're doing here. And then he's like, didn't even care. He just dumped it. I'll tell you this. There's people I lie to. They just can't handle it. Right. They're so delicate that if you say anything other than, oh, my God, this is the greatest beer in the world I've ever had. Yeah. They're, they lose their minds. Now, these guys can handle it. And I can tell them the truth. Right. You know, and, uh, you know, the the problem with Jason has is... Oh, here we go. When I, when How I, long is this show? When I, when I tell him... I was going to cut it off, but it's just getting good. <laughs> yeah. When I tell him something is really fantastic, I think it's great, yeah. and I love it, and I think it's perfect, he doesn't believe me. I'm oh, like, fuck okay. you. I'm gonna, I thought you were going to say he then doesn't change it. Whereas when I tell him something that could use some work, he's just like... Oh, it's a, it's a pile of shit. Oh, he man. hates it. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like no, no, no. I'm just like there's a couple of tweaks. I think that I, figured, I, I figured you out okay. And then I tell but him this is perfect. He's just like no, he's just he lying to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's drunk. Yeah, he's had too many. <laughs> he he makes some great beer. Yeah. Uh, what do know, you the, think about the, this? The, the, the worst, red the worst thing you're going to find let's on not, tap. Let's not go into at, that. At at, at, at at True Symmetry <laughs> is going to be. This is a really good beer. Yeah. Okay. That's the worst thing you're ever going to find. If you're a like a super geeky beer person, you're yeah. going to be that knows everything about beer. You're going to be like, this is a really good beer. Uh, you know, and the rest of these are great. Yeah. That's that's the worst. So that's co- you that's know. a good brewery visit. We're right. trying. We're trying. Brewery, you know, we're trying. I, he, he's no Russian River. But, right, yeah. uh, but who is? You know, Let's be honest. When, when yes, I went to Russian absolutely. River, it was like, you know, 22 beer samples. And, you know, 20 of them were absolutely freaking outstanding, right. the greatest beers in the world. And two of them were, these are really good beers. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. you know, you could, very similar. Very similar. You're on your way. You're on your way. No. Yeah. Not so much. I mean, you know, it's a simple, you know, he's, he's really come a long way in the four years you've been open. Yeah. It's not been that long. Yeah, it'd be yeah. five years in April. Would you say that one of the keys to being successful in business, uh, and maybe even in life or marriage, is to have a partner that doesn't talk? Uh, well, are you talking about my wife, or are you talking about this Jesse. guy? Yes. Because my wife really <laughs> runs the brewery. <laughs> well, I, well, I'm not too, talking about, really. I didn't say wife or husband. And All I said was, in a partnership, whether it be a marriage or business, 
Do you think it's helpful to have one that doesn't talk? <laughs> well, then no. no. So I, no, you're gonna you, get me in trouble. I would say no. No, it could be you that should be the one who doesn't talk. No. In that you want you want you always want your partners to talk. Yeah. You do, but what you need is one person in charge. I see. So one person makes the the the, the ultimate decisions. One person says. Look, all right. I hear what you're saying. I, you know, I've I've weighed all the opinions. It's like when you ask your employees. It's like, well, they yeah, don't yeah. make the, the 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 ultimate decision. But I like to I, hear the know, input. But right. you got to get you got to get that feedback, and yeah. from your partner, you got to get their, you know, because if they're not, if they feel like they need to be silent, because the most silent person will talk too. Yeah, you got to give them the chance. You gotta you gotta elicit that response from yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you don't get that from them. And then you make a decision. They're going to be like, "Well, I don't matter," you yeah, know. But yeah. you got to listen to them. You got to engage them. You got to you got to you know talk with them. You know through the process. Sure. And then go well, you know we, we you know it's it's kind of a fifty fifty. I'm going to fall on this side, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And they need to be okay with that. So yeah. you need somebody who can can pull that punch, make that make that decision. We have know, a bit listen. of a three prong approach. So okay. there's like. <laughs> The idiot in the back that's I've like, let's that just make this. Yeah. Yeah. That's him. And then and then his wife's like, that's stupid. I'm not doing that. Right. Yeah. And so then she, meanwhile, Jesse makes all the decisions. We yeah. just don't know it. She runs the <laughs> she runs the business. She handles the employees. She makes the place work. Yeah, and yeah, she, yeah, yeah. She knows what's selling. So yeah. she tells us like, hey guys, this is what's selling. And this guy doesn't say much, but when he does, it's like, okay, you listen. Yeah. All right. He's yeah. got a, he's got a tidbit, right. and then most of the time I'm like, "Yeah, hey, what does he know?" Blah blah blah. And then later I'm like, "Jesse said this," and my wife's like, "Yeah, well, well, yeah." So is there more red lager? Yeah, yes. um, because, somewhere over here. Uh, so yeah, it's it's a good combination. Like I said, I have no business running a business. <clears throat> okay, that would be That's terrible. True. It would yeah. be terrible. It would be wow. terrible. Absolutely terrible. Well, that wasn't your life. You were a cop. You were a peace officer. Right. Thank you, Matt. But um, between Jesse and my wife, who... Not a bad thing. Like, it's it's a good combination. And they, right. they rein me in. That's a good like, small I just business. Had, I just had a crazy idea. Was it yesterday that I dropped on you? Two days ago. And I was like, what about this? And then he was like, nope. 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 <laughs> so, I go home. had to say no. <laughs> I go home and I go to my wife. I'm like, hey, I had this idea. And I told Jesse. And she's like, nope. 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 And I'm like, okay. But it well, sounds well, so, it's working. It sounds we, so cool. What, what was the idea? Everyone needs to hear it. Because so they can learn from your, uh, how Stupidity. do I put it? I think it's a good idea. I was going to say mistakes. So we have this killer tap room. Yeah. Our tap room is huge, right? We have plenty of space we do live music every friday and that's where we pack it in that's where we make money okay so my thing is let's get a little pa system and a little stage i could bring in bigger bands for more money and we do true symmetry after dark Ah. and do like a a event like a late night like a late night like from like eight o'clock to you know midnight or whatever well, wait, what is it normally on Fridays? We close on about, usually when the bands are done, about 10.30. Okay, so 6 to 10. Yeah. Okay. So push it a little later and then bring people in and and do a cover charge or a minimum drink thing and all this. And they were both like, yeah, nope, 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 nope <laughs> not <laughs> having it. Because yeah. we have to do this, 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 nope. this. I'm like, uh, I don't care. We can make this happen. Nope. Yeah. No. Nope. Oh, right. So... Uh, so when I open, if you had cocktails, so everyone's looking at me if like you're a bar. Stupid. I'm stupid right now. If you're a music bar, but we're working on the base yeah. for like then, yes. and then you're in Sassoon. That's you in know, Sassoon. Sassoon's wonderful, and you got yeah, to drive you know. far to get out of there. And yeah. by the way, I relate to you more than 
even Jamil, because Jamil's <laughs> smarter than I am, too. Uh, okay. These is are that the a, wait, is that a compliment? Dumb people? Not really, <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah. I'm I'll just saying. It. Bring it on. Uh, so I had those ideas with this place, too, when we right. opened. And I had to be taught, for example, that nothing good happens after midnight. Mm-hmm. Right. So being a conquered person, I was like, look, everything closes at 12. And You're I think that's, I was like, what if we're the place? This is eight years ago, open right? open until two. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Right. You know, I was yeah. like, we could really. And, uh, and I kind of wouldn't take no for an answer. It's my fucking place, right? And my GM said, all right. I'll tell you what, let's give it a shot for one weekend. And as long as you're going to be objective about the results, I'll, we'll bring in staff to do it for one weekend. Man, was I wrong. <laughs> okay. And for a lot of reasons. There's, it's not just, you know, when you say nothing good happens after midnight, everyone thinks, oh, fights. and Okay, well, that's one thing. But the other thing is, People stop purchasing anything. Yes. They're fucking hammered at midnight. They're mm-hmm. nursing a drink for an hour and a half, arguing with their friends about politics and the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, so not only does nothing good happen from a, a physical standpoint, mm-hmm. there's no revenue that coming into that till either. Yep. And so he's like, so after the weekend, I'm going to show you the numbers. I also, he also wanted me to be around to see the behavior. Yeah. And like, I was like, oh, yeah, you guys are right. <laughs> <laughs> you got you to gotta go. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but anyway, oh. you know, I'm I'm an ideas guy too. I'm yeah. like, you know, come on, this is good. Well, but, uh, that's what you need. You need ideas. I, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. you need yeah. also just like you know reality checks and and you know you people do. who will look through the numbers and people you know yeah. But you need the you need the idea guy. I think you're you right. Know, and I'm a, I do like yeah. the throw it at the wall. Uh, by the way, ideas too. Uh, to me. Uh, I know it's dumb to say there are no dumb ideas, but there are no dumb ideas until right. you until you yeah, evaluate right. them. Right, exactly. Um, and I've always really tried to make foster that environment. Fun. Yeah, um, bec- and and so I'll have I've had to actually uh, train some of my management a little bit. Like, hey, no naysaying until we're done, and then when the ideas are out there. You can pick it apart like there's no it's end. It's called a debrief. Right. But when someone's work. delivering you their mm-hmm. idea, right. just don't don't naysay. Don't pick that. Just shut up. And even in some ways go, oh, all right. All right. I hear you. I hear you. Right. Right. And then later there's a time to decide if these like, ideas well, work, at the if they fit, if they – exactly. Mm-hmm. But there's a time for creativity. And there's a time for logistics. Mm-hmm. And to me, they're not at the same time in the beginning of a fucking right. idea. Exactly. That's for sure. You know? Idea is just a uh, creativity time. Yeah, yeah. Just to throw out anything. I've, I've come up with all sorts of the weird and stupid ideas that, yeah, yeah. you know, sometimes I've, I've crushed myself. But, you know, right. other times I bring, up, I, I bring up to Liz first and she's like, no. I'm yeah. like, all right. So that one's done. She's yeah, a saint. Yeah, you know? yeah. And then, you know, uh, there's other times that these ideas, as weird as they seemed, really worked out or evolve into something yeah, that works right. out it's a starting exactly. point yeah. for something that could yeah, happen yeah. so yeah. well you know being bottled up i was a radio disc jockey and then got into police work for 27 years and so there's not a lot of creativity involved in that right, <laughs> right yeah it's the fact if there was you were getting in trouble <laughs> that's right it's a bad thing i wouldn't have made it 27 years <laughs> right yeah and so like getting out of that going back into brewing uh not from a homebrew standpoint but now i own my own business i can make whatever i want yeah yeah so no, we you can can't. do what, yeah. You make whatever you want. It's going to be you just can't you just right. can't I mean, yeah, sell whatever you right. want. Exactly. So at you least have you can't have, name it whatever you want. You have to have that team we, behind you to say that's a problem. Hold on, dude. <laughs> yeah. No. How about no? Yeah. We're not going to do that. So I now recognize that sometimes I have to just pump the brakes a little bit. Right. Or say, throw the ideas out there, and right. you got to you got to pump the brakes on the execution, maybe. So what I 
in my mind, I'm like, I planted a seed yeah. like this. So yeah. I planted the seed. What's oh, yeah, going to happen did. in a couple years? Easy. Right. What's going to happen in a couple years or in a year? Maybe we'll get there. But <laughs> this, is, this is so quiet. <laughs> yeah. That's, right. That's yeah. why Jesse never speaks. <laughs> no more seeds. This is the guy that gave me, seed gave me money, yeah. invested in this. In this, so uh, it's a rough go. He still can't get over his stupidity and <laughs> wasting his money on this. Yeah. all right gentlemen i'm gonna wrap it up here and i'm gonna tell you why for one we're way past my new limit which is 90 90 minutes but for two this is a lot of fun and i think we should do a periodic like no format show and i think you guys should be my go-to guys i think this is it sounds like this is what you kind of do anyway and you need some new blood so you don't kill each other so i can be in here in the mix you know (laughs) Uh, With weapons or without? And, uh, yeah, yeah. Sex like toys. To, I want to. I want to do more shows like this where we come in and like maybe there's a loose array of topics. Mm-hmm. By the way, Silent Jesse has to come every time. Yes, <laughs> Foster. I don't know. He's I can take him or leave him. <laughs> we call him Goddamn Foster. Goddamn, goddamn Foster. Foster. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I'm kidding. Of course, um, I'm the second Silent guy. <laughs> say, yeah, really. Say, like, uh, I mean, if we were an all beer show, then I've been talking to you the whole there time. You, go. you know, so. Uh, this is a lot of fun, and I think uh, I actually think listeners are going to enjoy this uh, this free form. So I hope you'll come back and sure, do another. Sure. We'll do another no topic show. This wasn't a no topic show, but it, I like right. how we got to float around. Uh, we we're so. Jason and I float all the time. <laughs> yeah. Don't we? Better? You know what? Personal information is personal information. Okay? <laughs> There's boundaries. Yeah. There's those times when we float. There's boundaries. A lot of fun. Uh, I want to remind you, um, everybody in this room, including myself, believe it or not, uh, homebrewers at, at one point in their life, use the Beersmith uh, brewing software to help you get through it. Do you guys still use Beersmith? That's what he was looking at for the Brad. recipes. Yeah. Is that right? Heck yeah, Brad Smith. Oh, Ooh. Brad's a badass. You can go to Beersmith.com. You can still get your free 21-day trial, and uh, he's working on it all the time. It does so many things that you, you need and that you don't know you need. Um, that You are, by the way, the two out of three breweries who come in here now, professional breweries like yourself, tell me that they use Beersmith. Uh, so it's just yeah. a really robust software. Go check them out. And uh, Brad's been a supporter for a long time. Got to see him Great at, the, at the Homebrewers Conference. And um, always nice to, to see him and hang out with him. So make sure you go check that out. All right. We will be back with more uh, on my next show. I've got Seven Stills Brewery and Distillery out of San Francisco coming on uh, in a week or so. I don't know the exact date. Um, but uh, that's a, that's our next show this month. Thank you, boys, for, for coming in here. I think we might be serving seltzer at the Hop Grenade soon. You and I are going to talk about that. We have that. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. I got to get seltzer cocktails. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, we have the fifteen and a half percent one too. Did you bring it? No, but you got that. You're dialing that in. Yes. Yeah. He, he gets you twenty percent here. Right. I yes. This. I love it. This you're. You're doing good work, I think. Thank you. This is really a problem. I mean, I'm being honest. This is like a problem that Jamil has, was sparking this idea that you're solving for, well, for places like mine. He might help a little bit. Yeah, yeah. All right, folks. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, take care of yourselves. Uh, be sure to visit our sponsors, and we'll see you next time. Take care of yourself and your beer. The Session is a production of The Brewing Network and brought to you by More Beer. Check them out at morebeer.com. Find more content and live video of this show on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash brewing network. 
For sponsorship opportunities and information, please reach out to advertising at thebrewingnetwork.com. To reach our hosts, contact feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com.